Feel like the everyday chaos is getting to be too much? Head on over to winninggym.com slash BAP and we can help you there. Join our eight-week ProFit Business Accelerator program for quick wins for your gym. Check it out. You deserve it. Now back to the show. You are listening to the Built to Grow podcast, delivering the knowledge in all things fitness business. We help gym owners win. Here are your hosts, Tim Lyons and Randy Angston. All right. Welcome back to the Built to Grow podcast. I'm your host, Tim Lyons, in the studio, Built to Grow studio, HQ of Pulse Fitness and ProFit Marketing. I'm joined today by none other than the aristocrat of action, Randy Angston. What is up, man? How we doing? Doing good, man. We got a... We got to blast this one out, and this one's massive episode. So I'm going to just throw one quick housekeeping tip. If you if you haven't picked up the book, timlinesbook.com, and if you want to book a call, pfmarketingsolutions.com slash call. We'll get on a call with Randy. There's a quick form we have to fill out mm-hmm. and, Let's see, do it. and see how we can help you. Okay, so this is a um, a topic that's it's overarching is kind of one of our, I don't know, actually our goals for the year. Mm-hmm. You know, You know, our big goal is net profit, but- also is customer experience. This would be a tactic in our towards our goals. Perfect. Good. Yeah. Good call. Back to our tactic strategies and goals. Tactic strategy. Okay. So this is a tactic and a strategy. And a st- and multiple yeah. strategies. Yep. Okay. So one of the things that we did in our predictions podcast for 2020 is that what's going to make the difference in 2020 for gyms that make it and don't is going to be the customer experience. There's too many options. For fitness, for other, I guess, competitors that are even online, offline, a diet technically is a competitor, a competitor of yeah. fitness. So, and we think we're getting a lot more indirect competition yeah. with with the online scene, with you know the array of fitness solutions now. The bar classes, yeah. the, the yoga and Pilates. And I think every gym owner listening has probably lost clients to Orange Theory or a yoga mm-hmm. or Pilates. And you know that you're different as a training studio than, say, a Pilates studio. But to the end user, it's fitness. To the end user, it comes down to experience. It technically comes down to results, but they think they can get the same result doing something else. Now you're up against the wall. You have to make the difference. And what we kind of boiled this all down to is the experience is going to make the difference. Yeah. So if you're just you know, training clients and they're coming and going all day and they don't, they don't have any tie or the experience isn't really like blowing them away. They're going to get bored and they're going to move on. There's mm-hmm. nothing tying them to there other than, you know, the workout in the gym might be close to their, to their house. I mean, that might be the only convenience thing. Or yeah, something, convenience. Sure. So we got together as a team, as you know, we always do. We, we have our team meetings and we decided, look, what was good last year isn't good enough this year. What we want to do is be the best experience for any client in any, you know, in this area, right? So yep. we want to make sure our clients are happy. We created something that we're calling the standard. Okay. And this is the standard for customer experience. This is the standard that has to happen each and every single time somebody walks into this gym, be it a member or a non-member, the, the standard is now the standard. Okay. This is how we operate. And we coined it the standard because this is the base level of expectations mm-hmm. internally that we want. I mean, your your clients' expectations are their baseline expectations are different than what we decide our baseline expectations are. So this is the standard. So um 
And I'm just going to read uh, read through these and, you know, feel free to take these, feel free to elaborate the, on these. But I think what you should do is listen to this podcast, make a decision. This is what you want for yourself. And then take this to the team and then you make your own internal. Mm -hmm. I agree. I think if it's coming from the top down, uh, a lot of times it's just like, oh, this is one more thing I have to do. It's a requirement. It's not something that they've, you know, your team's come up with or like they're bought in on. Sure. Yeah. And what we did as a team is we got together and we we all went around the room for three meetings in a row and we solidified. And I think this is where we're at and we've got 10. So let's talk about this. Uh, number one, leadership. Leadership in the, we must own the experience. We can't leave it up to chance. We can't leave it up to the, the client to decide what the experience is going to be. We are in control of each member's path and interaction within the club. We must lead the member's experience from entry point to exit point every single day. And that's intentional. Sure. And you're going to talk about something that you brought up just before the show here in a second. But leadership is the overarching standard. We are the leaders. They come to us for guidance. We, they, you know, we know what's best for them most of the time. I wouldn't say all the time, but most of the mm -hmm. time. And so we want to lean on that. Okay, number two, greet every member by name with a smile. This shouldn't have to be the standard, like, sure. but but it is. I mean, this this should be just kind of a given, but you know what? Coaches have bad days. Uh, it, the human element. People walk in and life comes with them to work, just like work comes you know, home with you sometimes. Yep. Yep. And uh, yeah, you, sometimes you just need that reminder. So s greet every member by name and they smile. And that goes so deep into the soul of the client experience yeah. that maybe they've been getting crapped on all day at work. Maybe they're, you know, they're, you got to remember, most people don't like the life they're living. They hate their job, their wife, their kids are giving them a hard time, their dog shit on the carpet. And <laughs> yeah. everything's, everything's a pain. When they come to the gym, you greet them, hey, Randy, how are you doing today? With a smile, it could change their mood immediately. Absolutely. And they take that home with them. So that's what we want to do. Go ahead and touch on what you said sure. before. Yeah, there's a, a pro, I guess it's like a lesson, just a, a way of living that I was taught years ago. It was, it's a topic called, or an idea called the impression of increase. Mm -hmm. And it's leaving those individuals you come in contact with, every individual throughout your day. So the person at the checkout, your teller at the bank, you know, whoever it may be, the waiter, the waitress, typically people, I mean, it's easy to use people in a service industry, right? We come into contact with a lot of these people, but the person you cross paths with at a door, somebody you're interacting with, with work, leaving every individual better off than when you first initiated that contact. I think it's awesome. And it, it yeah, I love the idea because, you know, we've all, was it Buddha or the Dalai Lama, be the change that you want to see in the world? I don't remember who, I think it was the Dalai Lama that said it, but this is, this is paying it forward in real time. This is literally, you're seeing your world change around you and it is so powerful. The impact you have on those individuals, it's taking just something that's either a transactional and it's making real, it's bringing in that human element. Mm -hmm. These are things that are, are lost in a lot of these interactions day it's to day. Tough. It's just transactional. It's going through the motions. This stops, brings in a real human element, allows some of that emotion to, to be in effect, and you create something that's real. And that's different than just, you know, going through the motions. Yep. So I think a lot of that has to do with technology. There's not a lot of, sure. especially the younger generations coming up, they don't know how to communicate in real life. At all. It's, it's unfortunate. It is. Um, they don't, 
they text everybody. They don't answer the phone. They don't, it's a Facebook message or it's a, you know, like, or it's, it's Tinder. Or if mm-hmm. it's like, there's no, like, you don't go out and have conversations anymore in, in the public. It's very sad, but, but when you do this and you go, you're intentional about it and you go out and yeah, you're, you're going to make this cashier that you're working, you know, you're checking out at the grocery store, smile or laugh, yeah. making them better off. It just, it's cascades. Ripples yeah. make waves. Yeah. Okay. And it doesn't take anything you're doing, you're going to be in that situation anyways. You're forced to stand there while they're doing the work and checking out. Engage them. And Have it, a conversation. Yep, it's and really that, easy. And it ties back to the gym. So, yep. so I think that was a great segue. Number three, start and end every session on time. Mm-hmm. Okay. If your clients are out there at five past the hour and the coach is nowhere to be seen, that experience is shit for that workout. Sure. It's done. You're done. You're screwed because they're looking at the clock. They're paying for that. And they're looking at every minute they're sitting there without having somebody coaching them. And they're starting to think about why they should be leaving. And back to leadership. Because, yeah. you know what I mean? Because they're looking for that leader to take, to, to guide them. Yep. And uh, ending on time is as important because if you go over, they may be late for their appointment after your session. Mm-hmm. The next group of people coming in, are they're going to, by default, going to be starting late because you're ending the last one late. So starting and ending on time, on the minute, every minute, like that's, and we got a clock right there in the, on the, you know, on the gym floor. There's no question about what time it is. Sure. They know. Number four, the environment. The environment applies to not only cleanliness and tidiness of the gym, but also aroma and the appropriateness of the music is the responsibility of all team members to be aware and proactive in caring for the ambiance inside the gym. I'll step in real quickly. I don't, you were in a meeting or you might've already taken off yesterday, but Zach was on the training floor. I believe he was even working out and the clients that were in there at that hour, Mm -hmm. you know, he made mention to Mike, another trainer on staff. He said, Hey Mike, can you switch up the music? And he goes, well, what do you want to hear? He goes, well, how about you make it appropriate to the people that are in the gym right now? Yeah, You know what I mean? So it wasn't the fact that Neither of them were, were training with those clients. You know what I mean? So it was just something that Zach observed. They went above and beyond. They made sure that the people that were in the facility got the, the greatest experience that they could have yeah. by matching the music to the clientele that was there at the time. And that's very, very important. You know, the awareness level of the coaches is typically very unaware. They're just sure. in their zone and they're training the client and they're not thinking about the music, but it plays into everything. Absolutely. And so we we make it a point to understand what's going on with the music. We understand the clients are in the gym. If it's clean after every session, we have cleaning crews. We don't expect our coaches to be the ones mopping the floor sure. because they're going to do a shit job at it, but we need to hire and we need to systematize and have a professional that we're paying specifically for that. Yeah, it costs more money, but guess what? guarantee this gym's cleaner than any any gym. Any one of them, yeah. for sure. Yeah. And, but, and, and it comes back to the fact that it's not like it's a, re, it's not a requirement for them to do that, but they also are the type that will pick up and do it if it needs to always, happen. Always, always. Yep. Okay, let's keep rolling. Hey guys, as you know, at Built to Grow, we're all about systems and scalability. And that's why I want to tell you about one of our sponsors, Semi-Private Pro. Several years ago, I was in our gym looking around and I noticed our coaches were staring at their clipboards, struggling to stay one step ahead of the clients. And I thought, gosh, there has to be a better way. So I tasked Zach, our fitness director, and I said, dude, we got to find a software that would enhance our clients' training experience and increase our coaches' levels of engagement. See, we're all about client experience here. After countless demos, we realized there was literally nothing designed for our training model. So we set on a mission and I said, look, we got to create 
an app that is designed specifically for semi-private training. And I can tell you guys this firsthand, this is taking our training to new heights and I'm confident it can do the same thing for you. See, with Semi-Private Pro, you can streamline your training system, enhance client engagement and scale like never before without spending hours on programming. To learn more about how you can get started with Semi-Private Pro, head on over to special link here, semiprivatepro.com slash BTG, that's built to grow. So just head on over real quick to semiprivatepro.com slash BTG to check out a demo for yourself. Again, this is the standard. This is what we at Pulse Fitness in this gym, this is the baseline. Anything above this is great, but this is even even the standard is great. Yep. Okay. Uh, recognition and complimenting. All team members are responsible for paying at least one compliment or providing recognition for an accomplishment or effort to every member during their visit to the club. Every time somebody is in the club training with you, you got to give them a compliment. Sure. Great kettlebell swing. Way to work today. Love your shoes. You look great. I can't believe how much weight you lost. Man, you're getting strong. You make my job easy for, for working so hard. I really appreciate you. Compliment, 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 because they're not getting complimented in real life, yep. right, outside the gym. Uh, number six, sense of community. It's the team's duty to make each member, especially new members, feel included. Coaches should always introduce new members to existing members and promote camaraderie. Okay, stickiness to not only the gym, not only to the coach, not only to the workout, not only to the brand, but stickiness to the other clients in the gym that they're training with. And we talked about this in depth because we've been to gyms and you've done classes when you're out of town or a boot camp or you got a training uh, session and where you're just the new person and you just you're sitting in the corner and nobody's talking to you. Sure. Like you if you're an introverted person, that's like a nightmare. You're in a group, you're going to be physical. You don't know, you know, maybe you don't look as good as everybody else. And then nobody's talking to you and nobody's introducing you. That's all, a nightmare. Yeah. All those insecurities are just firing. Yeah. And now, now you've taken what should be the client's best hour of the day and you've, you've made them not want to come back. Yep. Yeah. This is, this is, uh, the standard guys. And, and think about it. It's probably opening some eyes. You guys are listening. It's like, oh my gosh, I mm-hmm. didn't think about it. You have to be deliberate in thinking about the experience because like we said at the beginning of this episode, this is going to make the difference this year. That's what it comes back to. And a lot of the things we talk about and being, uh, it's a thread throughout all of the lessons that we teach on this. It's intentional. Yes. A lot of these things happen in life. A lot of these things are kind of expectations in how we should operate, but we go through the motions. We get in a routine. We we put our focus on the result or you know, a certain aspect and we forget the thing, the simple things every single time. Mm-hmm. And so by creating that baseline, forcing intention, all right, you need to create a habit. It needs to become a, a, not one of the, not every single one of these happens every single time right now, but by drawing attention to it and allowing you now to be intentional around it, yep. that's good. Like you said, it's going to be the standard moving forward. Absolutely. Yeah. And you have to, and you have to write it down because if you expect everybody to remember these things, forget it. It needs to be front and center, like your core values are front and center. We have it on the wall. We talk about it every meeting. It's just who we are, okay? That was sense of, okay, okay, laugh. Number seven, all members should laugh each time they visit Pulse Fitness. Love it. There's nothing else to be said there. Let's make <laughs> this a great time. Number eight uh, is have a great workout. Now, that's this, this is defined separately on a standard for the workout. So we have a separate standard for the workout. 
and that's not the standard for the experience, but this is in now we're going deeper into what the workout is and what the standard is for every workout. And I'm not talking about the movements. Sure. I'm talking about the experience they get in the workout. And that's just going to be a whole different podcast episode. Number nine, send off and a thank you. Each member should receive a send off and be thanked for their, when they leave the facility, the thank you should be specific. Okay. You've all done it. You've entered a session, you got tied up with a client, and then that person just drifts off and walks out the door and goes in their car and drives home. Right. You're you're focused on you putting the equipment away or something else that it's just the client is not your focus. Yep. Give them that few minutes. Yep. So send off and thank you. So great workout, Randy. Appreciate your hard work today. Let's get you booked in for your next session. Or are you booked for your next session? That's always kind of like the standard for us is we want to make sure that we know when they're coming back again, mm -hmm. or at least they know when they're coming back again. You can't let somebody drift off and just leave the gym at the end of the workout because you're you're really you could have done everything great up until that point and then they just drift off and you're like and then they're like eh. and I'm sure you know like this is an opportunity to tie in other things that make that that experience even more personable. So throughout that workout, you probably talked about what's coming up later in the day or what they're doing after they're done here or what they're going in and doing this weekend. So that's a way of segmenting and bringing back the information you gathered from that client at, during the session. Yep. And saying, hey, you know, hey, Tim, have a great weekend. Enjoy that game, you, yeah. know, you know, that you're headed to. Or like, you know, oh, enjoy your, your hike with your dog this afternoon. Like these are these are cues that say, hey, I'm listening to you. Sure. It's not just I'm present. And that goes a long way. Yeah, these are massive. And I'm so happy we did this because we did a lot of these things, but they were intermittent and there just weren't the standard. This wasn't every single day. Like some coaches do them better than others. So now everybody's going to do these. I think it was David Bender brought up a client of ours or coming out to the workshop. Yeah. He's in the marketing group. Him and I were talking about the, the client experience recently and he brought in, is it, what's, in, what's the term? I'm totally, is it Michelin restaurants? Yeah. Or, you Michelin. know what I mean? Like there's a, a standard of acceptance, a, a threshold that you walk in. When you go into a restaurant like that, the That's level of service- certified, yeah. Exactly. Like, you know exactly what to expect. And again, this goes back to the brand promise. When you, when you execute your standard, you solidify your brand promise and you create that, you solidify the relationship with that person. Beautiful. Yeah, this is great. Last one, accessibility. The experience doesn't end when the member leaves the facility. Accessibility means the member feels comfortable reaching out to any and all team members at any time. This is created internally by the team expressing to the member that the member can contact them anytime. It's created externally, personal correspondence, text, email, thank you letters, social media engagement, blog newsletters, and posts. What, what we found is that some clients obviously reach out. They've mm -hmm. got a better relationship, but we don't want those other clients who have questions at the restaurant. What should I get? And they don't think of us as a resource outside the gym. And we want that to carry outside the gym. Yes, it's going to be more work. Sure. Yes, it could get into the weekends. Yes, off the clock. But we as a team agree that this is an absolute must that has to happen. Uh, and we don't believe that anybody's going to abuse this or if they do, then they're, they're going to get brought down a little bit, but we don't want them to feel like they can't. And maybe not, maybe they won't ever, but I'm just saying we, we have to be available for them outside the gym because we get them for one hour. There's 23 hours they can sabotage sure. themselves. Uh, but that's also proactive on our end. We're going to reach out to them outside the gym as well. We've got automation for a lot of this stuff, but we have you know direct text messaging and all this stuff. 
the kicker here is that a lot of gyms are thinking about this. Well, two things they're probably thinking about. Well, my coaches aren't going to want to do that. They want to get paid. You know, what do we do there? And the, the other one is, and this is how I was maybe couple years ago, because I got basically stabbed in the back several times, is that you don't want that relationship to be so tight with that coach when they leave the gym, they take all your clients with them, and then you're left with nothing. We just, at this point in the, mem- in, you know, in our kind of maturity level of the gym, we're, we're pretty comfortable that sure. that's not going to happen. And, you know, it could, it could happen. And, you know, and I'm not saying it won't ever happen, but it's just the risk we're going to have to take to make the standard experience that much better. Um, and I think it'll pay dividends over the long term. But these are ours, okay? These are our standards. This is what we we believe in, and this is the experience that we're focusing on. Mm-hmm. I suggest you create your own. Bounce off of these, but whatever. But I, don't take these and just do them at your gym because it doesn't make sense for your gym. Sure. But this is an eye opener for a lot of people. We had to systematize the way we operate, or else we're dead in the water. And you were dead in the water too, guys. If somebody, some new franchise that's got their experience dialed in, comes across the street, Barry's Boot Camp's great. Uh, even an Orange Theory or an Equinox or some of these places where it's that they have their their shit together. You you got to protect yourself. You're mm-hmm. building you're building a wall around your business to kind of protect your your tribe. And you got to. This is everything. And there's a difference between being exceptionally personable, you know, like overly connected with the individual and creating a standard or a baseline. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Because you still need that baseline. You still need the experience for every client to be nearly identical. Yes. You know what I mean? Or like yeah. like close. So if, if you're thinking that you just go above and beyond for every single person that walks through your facility, you're probably not creating a consistent experience across the board. It's not systematized. It's not duplicatable. It's not everybody can't plug in and know exactly what to do. And that's why it's important to have a list, write it down, make it intentional, make it the standard. And everybody walking through the facility can expect the same experience rather than just those that you you know resonate with or trying to figure out how to connect with with each individual personally. Beautiful. You know, yeah. write these because this is a baseline for business. And this is the operating manual, if yeah. you may. SOPs, standard operating procedures. So guys, I wanted to get this out there. I thought it was important to talk about, we're proud of this. We're we're really focusing hard, hard this year. We can't, the status quo is no longer valid. We can't do that anymore. We've got to change it up, really focus. You know, we're 10 years into this thing and Mm -hmm. we're we're reestablishing our standard again. We're reestablishing the experience because that's the, that's what we have to do. The times change. The gym business is a brutal business. Well, you said it to us, but you said to me before we got on, as you know, as you were laying out kind of the idea that we we're going to have for the podcast, you said what what we were last year is not what we are going to be this year or what is going to work this year. Yeah, right. Right. We need to step to the plate. We need to do more. Yeah. And I completely agree. <laughs> I mean, the things that other facilities are bringing to the table cannot touch an experience like something like this. Yeah, yeah. And so if if you and your gym get intentional again about creating a list and, and having a line with your beliefs and your values and unique to your facility, just execute that. And your competition can't, I mean, until they catch up, but you're going to be ahead of their game yep. for a long time. Beautiful thing. All right, guys, take that, run with it. Hopefully that helps. We're, our mission is here to, to help gym owners win. And I kind of want to throw a teaser out about something we're about to do. Uh-oh. You want to do it? I think I know where we're going. All right. So I got, you know, we met the other day and we, you know, this will be the sign off. Maybe you can ask us about it. (laughs) Maybe, (laughs) maybe by the time this podcast comes out, you're going to hear more about it. We've decided 
our mission has always been to help gym owners win. And a lot of times we get on the call and sometimes, you know, financially it's not feasible to work with us. Mm -hmm. We've decided to give $100,000 in scholarships away to the gym owners that would apply uh, and they want to work with us that maybe not can't afford some of our highest ticket stuff, but we're going to do a scholarship program that, you know, we'll divide it up over, you know, sure. several gyms, but uh, $100,000 we're committed to giving away in scholarships. There's going to be an application process. And really what I've decided is I'm going to uh, uh, like allocate the scholarships to the gym, the gyms that are most likely to succeed. Some of you are lost causes. I can't, I'm not going to be. There's, there's no there's, way to beat around the bush. Yeah. yeah. Like yeah. some of you don't want change. You're not willing to work. You're not coachable and that's it. You're not going to probably get a scholarship if you apply. It, we want somebody that's coachable because yep. I know I can help you. I know you can yep. help them, but there's some, some gyms that you're in a tight spot. No problem. We're going to, we're going to make this work for you guys. So coming soon, if you haven't heard about the time this podcast comes out, cause we're, we're kind of getting ahead. And now mm -hmm. finally, we're usually a couple of weeks ahead. I think we're a month ahead now when we're, we're talking about this. So by the time this comes out, you might be seeing some stuff through email and text and um, Facebook and stuff. But $100,000 what we've committed to in scholarships towards a couple of our specific products that we're going to let you know about later. But yeah. hopefully that helps. I think that's going to help us in our mission. It's going to help you as gym owners win. Take this, this episode, the standard, and make your own standard and, and run with it and go win. Go win today, go win tomorrow, go win the rest of the year and on from there. So, Love it. Love all, it. All right, guys. Until next time, keep changing lives. We'll talk to you on the next episode. Bye. Hey, thanks so much for listening to the Built to Grow podcast where we help gym owners win. Now, do you want to connect with me and other gym owners online? All you got to do is join our private Facebook group, Marketing Talk with Fitness Professionals right now. Just head on over to Facebook and type in Marketing Talk with Fitness Professionals. And when you join, we're going to give you free access to our 10 fitness marketing strategies, seven-figure gym owners use to win. All right, I look forward to you joining us next time on the Built to Grow podcast. Keep building something great.